Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 143, an episode where we are joined once again by a returning friend of the show. I think we just run out of guests to have on because it seems like most times lately it's people's return appearances. No. Uh, but we're happy to have them here because there's, of course, uh, plenty of Toronto sports pain to probably talk about on a night like this when, as we record, the Raptors have just been knocked out of the NBA playoffs. My name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is... Stefan Hack. John Cohen. I didn't realize this was a radio show we were doing. You're like teasing the whole show right off the top. Well, I, I don't know. I used to do something that was like a play on the number of the episode. I know, but now it's over. And now. I can't do that anymore, so I don't know what to do anymore. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it's okay. <laughs> our guest today is Devang Desai. Devang, welcome back to the show. Hello. <laughs> you may know him uh, from the Sports Belt <laughs> podcast or uh, his own show now, which is called the Sport Chronicle, right? Isn't it called that? Or the Sporting Chronicle? Did I have it the first time? Or the no, you, got it, you got it the first time. Oh, damn it. He's been on the show. I too, have so been on the show. Yes. To note. <laughs> Justin has been on the show, but he didn't, didn't even bother to learn the name. In, uh, in terms of introductions, yeah. I'm going to say that was not the greatest no. one I've had. Well, because he and, also uh, referenced your the podcast that hasn't even existed as a podcast for two years but that before might be, the one. That might be where people know Listen, him this from is a, originally. This is a DIY. It's a DIY atmosphere. I mean, we're all supporting each other's podcasts like i, I respect it i, I thanks thank k ham thank yeah, you sir thank no you problem. sir you actually it. asked to be referred to as the sport chronicle <laughs> yeah the exactly of the right episode. exactly so uh, my yeah. apologies for not promising uh or not fulfilling TS, that promise yeah. tsc for short yeah. I mean, that's tsc's <laughs> devang decide yeah. right i mean we're in the process of giving the trademark who's the guy, who's the guy Mr. you uh, do it with i've never heard of him in my life so, uh, he's a co-worker one. So, oh, co-worker. Simon, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. Cool. He's got a voice of radio, though. He's so you guys, stuff. like, you cooked it up and at work. Exactly. Oh, exactly. cool. When you were supposed to be doing your job, I, I guess, mean, eh? I mean, you know, you take lunch breaks, you take coffee breaks. Oh, you um, get breaks at your job? <laughs> Sick, man. <laughs> yeah. I want to work there. But, like, they don't let you leave the building ever, right? That's why. No, you're you're shackled to your yeah. desk. At <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. They got, like, a gym at work course, and, like, a little coffee lounge. All the things that you could possibly need so that you I mean, never you guys, leave. You guys have been to Burnaby. I mean, it's not yeah. like there's many things to do outside no. of... But I've heard it's a beautiful uh, campus, the EA No, for sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you guys, do you ever play <laughs> soccer out on the on the field there? Yes, we have a field out yeah, there. Yeah, you kick the ball around a I little mean, bit. I we, mean, we, we hoof it around, as you they say. Yeah. it around, yeah. Yeah. just get out there with the boys and just hoof it. I mean, yeah, I, I mean... Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, to, cool, man. But like to be able to like write it off though as a work thing, you have to like put on one of those suits, one of those like oh, green, the mo, the mo green suits. suits with the little white balls all over you yeah. and just be like, we're going out to do a little mocap session, right? That's so, how it works. I mean, totally. totally yeah. yes, yes. That's yeah. definitely where you yeah. do mocap is yeah. uh, outside. Yeah, what's just your average employees? <laughs> it's not like you yeah. bring in pro athletes to do that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, what's the point, right? That's why. <laughs> Let's take these million-dollar mocap suits and yeah. bring them outside. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. If they're million-dollar mocap suits. Devang. 
it looks like it's just like ping pong balls, right? Yeah, yeah. Those do, are... the guys, do the guys in the mocap suits, do they take them off to go to the bathroom? So, funny known fact, uh, they do cost a lot. Is the first well, thing I would say. Obviously, of course. And they're not fucking okay. ping pong balls, right. Justin. So like Stefan, I don't know. Stefan, I can't confirm or deny that there are things you have to do to get out of that suit to use the bathroom. I'm not. Oh, so I, they just they just crap in the suit. I mean, I mean, <laughs> that's why they're so expensive. Of course, but it's, there's no recycling here. They're crappable suits. Yeah. That's why you'll be playing NHL and you'll notice all of a sudden the player's ass will get slightly bigger. <laughs> 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 Yeah, they always talk I shouldn't about... Have, I shouldn't have agreed to come on. That's I mean, what the <laughs> animation for hip checks is like the guy just sw- swings his ass out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They always used to talk about... I would about... love to know how many times someone has said, uh, I shouldn't have agreed to come on the show <laughs> immediately after something I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah we could super we could make a super cut yeah. of all the and, times and talking about like, oh, like their work. I've made a huge mistake in agreeing <laughs> to be on this show. You drew, you came all the way across town to be here too. Yeah, I mean, but I I just want to confirm that that is not how uh, mocap works, <laughs> and I would like to distance myself from the remarks that were made earlier. Okay, um, okay, they don't poop in the suit. I mean, I I just don't think so. I, just, and they so, just, I don't think so. And they don't play soccer on a field. They do it in like a studio. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's just for kicks, right? It's for bands. This is what you guys do on the show, if I remember exactly. correctly. Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. We just we're have just a good have, time. Having a laugh over here. Speaking of, of bands, uh, one of my fellow comedians. <laughs> bands. Yeah, for bands. It's short for banter. Keep up. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, well, you seemed like you didn't know. Um, I, it's I've, also... I've never heard it before, but I was able to puzzle it out. Thank cool. you very much. Well, you don't know. Maybe we were talking about Bantu, the language. Yeah. Uh, you have no idea if I was just about I to actually was. rip I was. off some Bantu right now. <laughs> that is a language, right? Bantu? I'm pretty sure. Anyway, no matter. But uh, you, you, a fellow comedian of mine, a friend of mine, is featured in FIFA's The Journey, and I want to know, where's my fucking piece of the pie, bud? So which comedian? Johnny Parada is uh, Dino in the uh, yeah, in, one of the voices yeah, in FIFA yeah. Journey. Well, not just one of the voices. He's like the he's, he's, pretty, one, yeah. he's like a pretty big character. Yeah. They, do, they do like a facial it, capture and everything. No body capture. Yeah, yeah. he did. Uh, the, he had to wear the suit. Oh yeah, he did the mocaps and everything. He did a great job. Field? Did a great they job. Sent him well. out of the field. <laughs> on the field. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the field of mocap dreams, as we call it. Yeah. Outside. That's, yeah. <laughs> and when you were putting it together, you thought <laughs> yeah. if we build it, we actually had Kevin Costner come in to bless the ground. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. If yeah. you build it, they will capture it. Yeah, he put on the fucking suit and hit a dinger, and then was like, "We're done here." No, JC, we'll have you on, but I think your uh, your fatwa against the Whitecaps with your your associate Chris James is is changing. It's changing a bit of the. Hey, it says right on the Podcaps FC account that he does all the tweets. <laughs> Which is true. Unless I sign them, then they're mine. Because he was. This starting... is not. This is not the avenue to go on with the White House. But you put your your team in a situation now, or win or lose, it's a bad result. And Everything's that's a, bad. That's a bad place to be. There's it's nothing we can do though. The he team did is it, bad. Though, how did he do it? Don't get me wrong. It's, We've done it. But it seems like eighty percent of the fan base feels that okay. way. Yeah. Okay. We've contributed in a big way. Chris made you, that fine you, lines video, and people really, really got on board. Really with altered it. the culture. Yeah. Okay. We got like 180 followers. Let's move on from this. So the white caps, though. The white caps. Yeah. yeah. Do we really need to talk about the white caps right now? Listen, it's not my fault Jordy Reyna <laughs> potentially murdered someone. Okay, no. no. I mean, that's speculation. Oh, let's talk about that, though. <laughs> For sure. 
Well, if we are going to talk about them. Yes. Yeah. I just want to say defamation laws in Peru still exist. Uh, I'm not defaming the... him. <laughs> just that he's heavily involved in a criminal criminal investigation. Yeah. And the team is just sort of like, eh, he could have done it. We don't care. Yeah, exactly. Hey, listen, I'm not, as Kurt Schilling would say, I'm not making him any less famous by talking about him. So. Appeal to authority. That's a not even a show reference yeah. for the people who, who watch Chris James' is not even a show. Which is a lot of people now, considering he was on Howard Stern last week. Amazing. Yeah. He was. Amazing. I mean, enough about that guy, though, am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Though He's trying to get me in trouble. He's trying to get me fired from my job, all his tweets and shit. Uh, bad we did bring you on, Devang, to talk about uh, like the, the current state of, I mean, just, uh, you know general pain in toronto mm -hmm. but it's it seems disingenuous a little bit because i saw your tweets about how like you know every single thing that could possibly go wrong is going wrong like tfc did win the mls cup and that should mean a lot to you in particular you no, know more true, than the true. average toronto sports fan i would think i mean uh unfortunately twitter is a a playground for hyperbole oh, that's so that's true. maybe not entirely true but yeah i mean I, I said tonight that it, i'd rather have no nba team than the raptors and that is true you know I, I don't know if you saw my tweet stuff because i feel like it was it was charged it was charged i know it was charged i saw it after my tweet and i'm like oh devang's gonna think it was because of that one was and I was like, oh, wow, Michael Heisley's back, baby. The, the Tormentor's <laughs> back in town. Good night. He sang the anthem. I thought, uh, I thought they were going to stay after he sang the so, anthem. TFC won the MLS Cup, yes, but I think the most recent heartbreak is the one that they had basically spent two years to get in that CONCACAF Champions League final, and they lost that. The Leafs lost that night. The Raptors were the one team who didn't need to win that day, technically. Yeah. They did win. In hindsight, it was the end of the end for all of us in terms of those franchises. Because as much as the MLS Cup was great, man, it would have been a game changer if they won the CONCACAF Champions League. It would have been massive. It would have been massive. But yeah, that is probably a lot more meaningful than the MLS Cup. What happened? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I, speechless mostly. Um, Are you? How long do you think it'll take you? Because you're a very you feel sports. I would say more than most people I know. How long do you think it's going to take you to recover from that loss? Because, um, like you say, because I think for people who maybe don't follow MLS, legitimately that journey was two years long. Because when you win the Canadian Championship. You don't play in the Champions League until the following year, and they reformatted it as well. And so they it's even longer. It, so it was yeah. even longer. Was yeah. that and that was the did they was that the year they qualified by beating Vancouver in the last minute? Will Johnson at the death? Yes, yeah. yes. And so that the, was so still that was working the for the team at that time, and it was the most hilarious moment. Yeah, of all yeah. Time. So that so that's the thing. So they so they barely qualify for the Champions League to start with. They they were going to lose. Scored a last minute goal against the Whitecaps to advance to the. To just to the Champions League itself and then go on this long journey to get there. So I understand that's a long time to I, I won't I to won't, go through it to lose. I won't kid myself though. I mean like sports keep happening. Shit keeps happening, games keep happening. Like you get back in pretty closely, the regular season's still going on. It's not the end of the world in the least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Sometimes it feels like it is sadly. And then maybe there's that's a, an indictment on my life choices <laughs> I've made uh, in terms of Sports I mean, it's expectations, right? Like, I, I feel like in the grand scheme, this Raptors season, like, should be viewed as a success. Mm -hmm. But it's never going to feel that way when you get swept by LeBron in a year where the Cavs are, like, 
you know, looked like they just completely blew up their entire team at the deadline, which yeah. essentially they did. And like, you know, kind of seemed like they were throwing in the towel on the season, basically. Like, we've, we still have LeBron and Kevin Love is still here, but we've given up our aspirations beyond that. And meanwhile, the Raptors are killing it. And it's like, this should, this should be the year for Toronto as far as the NBA goes. Well, and, the year to get destroyed by Golden State. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the year to win the East, which is still something that they have never done. And if they were going to ever do it, it would be this year. Yeah, this is the best Raptors team they've had and the worst Cavs team they've faced. Yeah. I would say. And and what, and what happened? Yeah, what, what, it's LeBron, though. Game it's four LeBron. was tonight. Yeah, it didn't go great. It is LeBron, yes. My thing is, like, I, I totally understand how it's a disappointment and it'd be pretty wild that Dwayne Casey might win coach of the year and get fired in the same year, which is not unprecedented when it happens like the year after the same year. I don't yeah. think that's ever happened before, but unfortunately you ran into LeBron several years in a row. I think this was the best iteration of the Raptors, but those same things that kept happening happened like game one. Like you can't lose that game. I know it was one game, but All that, those was, tip-ins. that was it like that in terms of belief and like mentality, as much as I think we are better off not relying on grit and feel anymore and looking at numbers, that shit still matters. And I think that mattered for them because the mentality just after that, it didn't seem like they actually thought they could beat them. And it showed. As they did not at any point ever beat <laughs> After them. that, yeah. yeah. When OG when OG hit that three in game three to tie the game, and I remember like, all right, this is That's when possible. they get you back in. And then I saw LeBron receive the ball from the inbound. I'm like, oh, no, no, this is, this is going to end the same <laughs> yeah. This is going to end the same way. It's always ended. Yeah. Oh, Would gets- that have been better if OG had not scored there? Almost. So you never, have, almost. You never even get that moment, but, right, but of in, feeling good about anything? This is the extreme glass half full person, but like, there's still a lot of good young players on this team, and I don't know if it's a referendum on getting rid of the core and starting over. I think try a new coach first, and then when you get to that point, hope the New York Knicks are still run by that same owner and they will accept Kyle Lowry for a first-round pick for some reason, and then maybe <laughs> we can escape from uh, from that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the thing... I'm a Toronto sports fan as well, and I think it's more so... <laughs> I know. Did you... The way you said that, why does it have a monocle in your, in your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> like a, That's how I feel. And a cane in my hand, yeah. and be dressed and like a peanut. Yeah, be Mr. Peanut. Um, <laughs> they did call you Mr. Peanut back in the day, right? That's... Oh yeah, absolutely. That was my, but that was for a different reason. Classic <laughs> Toronto sports fans. Also, they mostly all look like Mr. Peanut. It's true. We are all sitting in our in our uh, old our, our old mansions atop the hills of Toronto, making little down. side bets on everything. Oh, we have game. actually got yeah. sued for that. Actually, that was a big. It was uh, the Mr. Peanut inch- oh, really? issue. Oh, really? Of course. Yeah. Back in the day, you got sued for what? Copyright infringement. Oh yeah, didn't they have the Mr. Peanut incident, right? In 1990, right? Yeah, yeah, we all remember it. Yeah, absolutely. I was in Toronto then. (laughs) But I think being a Toronto sports fan, it's that you, it's, it's more so that it's just that you get kicked over and over and over again. I think that's the thing. It's like, like you say, it's like it's easy to get pulled back in, and that seems to happen all the time. You just keep getting pulled back in by one of the teams. They you get pulled back in, then they and then another team pulls in, and it's like at the same. You time, just though, feel like at some point you're like, I'm 32 years old. Like, yeah, okay, the Jays won twice when I was seven and eight years old. Other than that, the team's done nothing. I, no other team has made the finals. I will. I will say, I think we do a bad job of 
not empathizing with other fan bases because it def- definitely happens to them as well. And like, we're not unique in this. No, that's true. Oh yeah, but, for sure. But, like and, Cincinnati, it's horrible. But like, because we are so close to it and we're biased because that's yeah. what we are supporting and cheering for, we feel it harder than... Yeah, someone else you might think, but in reality, like it probably happens everywhere. Oh yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota, Cincinnati, unless you're like Pittsburgh or Boston. Like, really, what Boston is like? I mean, LA, all of the shit, all of the Boston shit. Like, oh, the refs screwed us out of this year. I mean, give me a mother. That's insane because they legitimately won a cup because the refs (laughs) didn't didn't call anything. Like. That's why they they won. I saw a Boston fan complaining. He's like, you know what? Ever since all the years after 2011, the refs have been out to get us. He he specifically didn't include 2011. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also, like, did they not? Were the Bruins fans not there for the Leafs series? Because the Leafs were getting dummied by the refs that whole series. It's just so crazy. Well, you saw why. I mean, Brad Marchand was asked point blank why he licked Ryan Callahan. And he said, he punched me four times in the face and I got no call. It's like, oh, really? Oh Did he do that exact thing? Because I seem to remember you doing that to, Mitchell to, Marner. to somebody. <laughs> oh, Mitch Marner? I was thinking of Daniel yeah, Sedin. Yeah, Daniel Sedin. That's kind of like the <laughs> iconic the visual. <laughs> it's him using Daniel Sedin's face as a fucking speed bag. Marshawn got two warnings for licking someone. You got two warnings. No, no, no. One, <laughs> one warning is bad enough. Stefan, not even – it was only one because it was a story after round one when they yeah. beat the Leafs. I think it came out. I can't remember who reported it, but somebody said that the NHL stepped in and told Brad Marchand to stop licking people. Yeah, Elliot Friedman said Which that, is yeah. a funny story, and but, uh, but you would hope was also true. And then the NHL came out and said, no, no, no. Uh, we actually – we never said that. We Which ne- is so we never insane. Did that. What an insanely no no. <laughs> Why didn't... would you not? Do... Why excellent. would you do nothing, guys? This is excellent public relations, in my opinion. This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is a masterclass. No, no, we guys. didn't tell him. We did. We didn't say anything one way or the other. We're kind of opinionless about this whole licking incident. Now I can see because they also came out and said that about uh, like Benning said that they the Canucks had tried to send their yeah. mascot right. to the draft lottery which I guess was just like a joke that kind of snowballed or whatever, because the NHL also came out and said, that never happened. They never asked to do well, that. Well, that's because Benning tried to call them on a speak and spell. <laughs> <laughs> he's using the Flintstones phone. Yeah. Yeah. F- well, he said, I mean, I- he said moo. So. <laughs> F-I-N. Like, I can understand, like, saying that you didn't say no to that, I guess, if that they never said that, because that's kind of a funny story. But, yeah. like... The Marchand thing is, like, a little bit funny, but also, like, pretty serious, because it's like, what? Like, that's a fucked up thing to do, man. How is it different from spitting on someone? Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, like, obviously, it's not as bad as, like, I hate people who are like, well, it's it's not as bad as, like, elbowing someone in the head. It's like, yeah, no shit. But it (laughs) should still be a penalty. Yeah. Well, and and people being like, "Oh, why is this the story? It's so crazy that this is the story." He keeps like this, doing it. yeah, it's and like he's and it's, the biggest shithead in the league. Yeah, it's so weird. And and the thing too, like, also, I don't know if you guys saw the after they got eliminated, they interviewed Brad Marchand, and they're asking him about the licking, like, "Oh, like you know, how do you feel about that? Like the NHL saying all that stuff to you or whatever?" And he's like, "Yeah, like they talk to me, whatever. I personally just think it's it's pretty stupid." And I was like, you think that the NHL 
uh, you're a 30 year old man with you a lick kid. Someone on the face. You lick someone. Multiple up, people. Up their entire face. Two different people. And you're saying that the NHL telling you to not do that is stupid. He's, okay. 30, he's 30? Yeah. Good. 1988. Night. Good night. Man. Yeah, because you think about it, like, he won the cup in 2011. Yeah. Yeah, so, don't yeah. remind me. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's what I want to talk about. The, uh, this whole this whole episode's about. Uh, Devang, you <laughs> left your umbrella at my parents' house. That's correct. Like last Saturday. That's correct. Yes. Um, and then you you DM me, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll grab it." But the I, I'm I'm not roasting you for this because I got the umbrella, and I was gonna bring it to to John's place when I recorded last week, so I'd leave it with them. Uh, but I forgot. So Irene has it right now. Okay. But I just want like we should hash this out, I guess, and figure out what we're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, what's gonna happen with the umbrella? Can I be honest here? When so when that first communique was sent about yeah. the umbrella, um, it, so it wasn't mine. It was a, lent to me by a friend, but it was a oh. rainy. It was a rainy day that day. Okay. So the thing is, now it's gonna be like sunny. So you were leaving right after now. a long mocap session, and I mean, like, hey man, can I borrow your umbrella? When I yeah. left the mocap field, <laughs> when I left the mocap field. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's starting to rain. I need this umbrella. Can I borrow this? That's what ended the mocap session, actually. I, those little bobs. I just, yeah. I just want to say though, it wasn't like a, a dollar store umbrella. Like it was a pretty decent umbrella. No, it, was it a had decent, some heft to it. Right? It was a nice there was umbrella. some weight. Yeah. There was some weight there. Yeah. But so I, I, I asked Stefan. I'm like, hey man, I left my umbrella there. Also realizing that he's probably going back to Los Angeles at some point, so mm-hmm. the meetup is going to be hard. But then Stefan replied, and I didn't really follow up. Well, I, just like said, a, like... I, I just said, thank you. And, okay. But there was no, like, yeah. how, how do I get it? Yeah. How do I, I get it back? I was, kind of, was... I was waiting for a fall. I, I guess I could have said, I was going to say, well, no. Well, so, again, like I was saying, the plan was that I was going to drop it off at John's and then DM you and say, hey, uh, John has it. Right. Yeah, that's why we had Devang on the show, because we were like, right. okay, well, we'll get Devang on the show next yeah. week so we can get his umbrella back. Yeah, and then I forgot to bring the umbrella. Uh, and so then I just never contacted you. <laughs> I was, uh, I'm going to be honest here. I was at peace with it. I was at peace <laughs> with the, the, the way this ended and how well, it ended. It's a nice umbrella well. though. It's a really nice umbrella. Well, and the, the problem is I'm going to have to reimburse my friend with well, some, you're a, some sort of umbrella. You're like a global a, traveler. Right. Of course. You're, you're traveling the world for work all the time. I mean, they just give those away at the Lufthansa so you'll, lounge. You'll right? probably they, that's, be, that's what they do. Yeah. They'll be down in Los Angeles. Cause <laughs> Stefan, you packed it and you brought it down to LA with you, right? No, Irene still has. Oh, okay, it. never mind then. But Irene has it, and and like you could get it from her, or she could drop it off with John, and then John could give it to you, or she could leave it in like a predetermined garbage can. Downtown. <laughs> yeah, let's let's make it as indiscreet as possible. Like yeah. it'll be outside the Cineplex Odeon at. Um, She's gonna Scotia stand. Bank. You, Scotia Bank place. Sorry, it's yeah. not, no longer Cineplex. You yet. live. Uh, you, you live in Olympic Village. So right. Irene and Irene lives in Gasdill is downtown. So sh- she'll just go to the other side of False Creek and throw it in and hope it floats to the other Irene. side. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Poetic, poetic. <laughs> right, Perfect. it's beautiful. Perfect. Well, it's really. I have a, a funny umbrella story as well. Uh, okay, well, we only have room for one. On, on- <laughs> uh, sorry. Okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, we can we can move on. Yeah, I think there was a bigger problem from the night of that party that we need to address. Right, also, yeah. there it goes. Uh, oh, I, so oh, so we're really not doing the umbrellas? I mean, you can do it if you want. No, no, it's fine. Want to. No, it's fine if it's only one. No, no, no. You can tell your umbrella story. Well, it was just funny because so this is going back. So my ex girlfriend, her mom. They were staying. Right, here we go. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a good story. We were. They were staying. Jeff at the, Foxworthy, everyone. Jeff were, Foxworthy. Yeah. 
You, yeah, exactly. You might be a redneck if your umbrella is an old parachute. Uh, or I don't know. If your umbrella is made of tar. I don't know. An old parachute. I don't know. Who's parachuting? That's a redneck. I don't rednecks, know. Rednecks love... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a classic redneck uh, tradition to... Yeah, to skydive. Skydive onto your own property. <laughs> With all those planes they have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, you get it. Yeah. And uh, so she... Jump they... out of a crop duster and parachute down. <laughs> Absolutely. That's part of the whole, that's part of the whole thing. So you get, yeah, I that was the pilot for Duck Dynasty. Was it? That was the, that's what they they're like. We love this. The network. They're like, we think this. Yeah, will be we think this no, will be. The pilot, was the, the pilot was the guy flying the crop <laughs> <sighs> All right. You well, was, what was your story, John? Fuck, I don't even want to do it. Waiting for you to tell it for like an hour. I uh, so she they were staying at the Fairmont. She borrowed a, an umbrella from the Fairmont and then left it in my car. And she was like, yeah. "Could you Seems return it like to kind of an ad for the Fairmont?" That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to get sponsored. Yo, Fairmont, hook me up with some rooms. <laughs> okay, pardon me. So she leaves the umbrella in my car, and it was like a nice, like patterned umbrella. And then she was like, oh, could you take it back to the Fairmont? And then I just never did. And this is like a year went by and I'm like, whatever. I just own this umbrella now. It's in my car. So it just been, has been literally sitting in my car for a year. Then the other day I'm out and uh, it was like raining so hard. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this umbrella out. And, and it doesn't look, it just looks like a very like nondescript umbrella. And then I open it and it's just like Fairmont in like so many big, like, I'm like, fuck, I cannot, hopefully no one from the Fairmont sees this. I don't know if they're, if they really care that much. Like, I'm sure they don't care at all, but it was like, oh, it's very clear that this was from the Fairmont and it's ridiculous that you would own something like that. Uh, this is a great story. And, uh, is, that, is that the end of the story? <laughs> yeah. 20% of our listeners actually work for the Fairmont. So they're for sure going to come collect on that Listen, one. hey, listen, we lost a sponsor like six months ago. I don't see any of you fuckers doing anything to try and get them back. So your your, your plan to get Fairmont to sponsor is like, by admitting that you stole an umbrella from them. Exactly. This is 2018 guerrilla marketing, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's... Yeah. uh. What's it called? Organic content or whatever when it's like woven into the fabric of the show? Exactly. That's poop. You're thinking of poop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically is organic content. Yeah, that is not wrong. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty good story. Well, there, but, there's a real the real thing to hammer Devang on after oh, that party yeah. that he left the umbrella at. Uh, yeah, here, here comes another hot... Tail. This, this was the main reason I was excited he was coming on the show, uh, was that uh, you and I... Get that, Devang. This is the main reason he was excited you were coming on the show. You and I were going to leave that party together, Devang. We were going to split a taxi, if I'm not mistaken. And if uh, if memory serves me correct, in fact, you did not have the wherewithal to uh, call a cab for yourself. So I did that on your phone. I called us a cab, and then you immediately went outside to smoke a cigarette. And can you uh, just tell the people uh, what happened from there? Uh, if memory serves me correctly, I got in the cab and left with it. Yeah, they called yeah. you to say, we're outside. Yeah. And you were like, oh, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Devang. And, and he just ran off. Yeah. And I was like, I think there's a cab coming. I don't know. Has anybody seen Devang? That's um, a classic Devang move, though. Devang is a, <laughs> is a, is a professional ghoster. Yeah, he, uh, he abandoned me. Well, him and I got together last year to watch the Leafs play the Washington Capitals, and then he just left in the second intermission. I was going to say, during the intermission, did he just yeah, vanish? he just vanished. Well, he didn't just vanish. He told me he was leaving. 
But I was like, well, I plan to watch this game with you, uh, and then I just watched the third period by myself. I had a very important mocap session to, to hurry on over No, to. I think it was because he wasn't allowed to smoke on my balcony, <laughs> and you were too nervous. I think that's right, isn't it? No, that, that, yeah, that is right. <laughs> you could have smoked in the backyard. <laughs> no, I know. It was, no, it was a bad look. It was a bad scene. I apologize, Justin. It was not cool. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. I appreciate it. I got a ride from someone else, right. and that ride was free, so I didn't have to pay for a cab in the end. Another so great ultimately, story. I came out ahead. I you just wanted you to apologize. Money, really. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> Some, sometimes, sometimes my, uh, not to get too deep, but. Uh, yeah, get deep. Anxiety is a, uh, a motherfucker sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> the only solution is to basically cut and run mm-hmm. and not even considering that I had made a pact to go home with someone else. Yeah. So that's my bad. I mean, you told me on the night that you thought I had already left. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think you were suffering from like object permanence. That's true. No, I mean. Like, he's not in the circle around me. He's smoking these cigarettes. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, can't, you can't suffer from object permanence. Clearly. You didn't understand the concept. Had a lack of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm suffering from, uh, from understanding like where and when things are and how long they stay there. <laughs> it sucks. I've been since I've been since I was like two years old. Yeah, you should see me try and take the bus. <laughs> I hate it. I, I cover my eyes and then I'm like, I know all that shit's still gonna be there when I uncover yeah. my eyes. <laughs> Absolutely. You get something for that? For like a prescription? Uh, yeah, I could just like hit myself in the head. <laughs> um I was gonna say though. When we were talking about Toronto sports, which seems like a long time ago now, you were, you were saying that you, it feels like you get kicked more often. And I would say that you have more opportunities to be kicked. Yeah, yeah we got more teams. Totally yeah. fair. Totally because, fair. Because, yeah. like, yep. I've got the Canucks and that's it. Like, I'm well, never. You got the Whitecaps and the BC oh, Lions. I'm never going to feel kicked by the CFL or MLS. You well, know that's, I mean? that's like the big question, I think, is like, is it worse to have, like, you know, three or four? shitty teams in like the four major sports or just like one shitty team that you can like focus all like i think probably having three would be better because well because it's you can, more lottery tickets, the odds are right? better lottery the tickets, odds are better, you can yeah. kind of you're like well okay the jays suck this year but at least there's this at least there's that whereas when the canucks are bad it's like what do we like i have i don't have a house either <laughs> <laughs> well and you're also like you're just it's the season ended the season is basically over in january yeah. For you guys. So you're pretty much just waiting like January to October. I mean, if we're being realistic, October, you know, like it well, seemed yeah. like the number one thing to look forward to all fucking year was the draft. That's yeah. true. How'd you guys do in that? What happened? Uh, uh, actually, better than, again, better than I expected. So. <laughs> yeah, Stefan's still uh, I'm strangely still, I'm positive still, about it. On, it's just, on, honestly, it's only because uh, Chicago or Edmonton didn't win it. Because my, my whole thing was in my head, I was like, it's going to be one of those two. And it wasn't. So that... To me, is a is a positive result. Fair. Fair. God damn it! Next year's going to be. I'm going to get so hyped up next year because the draft is in Vancouver too, and it's going to be like the first year without the Sedins, and it's like you know what? The league's going to finally like rig something in our favor, and they're going to pick like eighth, probably. I mean, it's if they were going to rig anything, they would have put Connor McDavid in Toronto. So I think the hope that the the rigging is. Oh, I know. Like is... the league is not rigged. But the thing you, you know what I mean. I like, do know what you mean. The thing I'm dreading the most right now is like the the hot takes this summer that are all going to be like um, uh, the success of the Winnipeg Jets uh, is hopeful for the Canucks because mm-hmm. this is another team that never won the lottery and 
and built their team around a bunch of questionable veterans and an infusion of youth. This is the exact model that Vancouver oh is God. following. It's, without it's, recognizing the fact that like Winnipeg knocked out of the park every single first round pick they've had basically for the last decade. Yeah. Like that's how they have well, a team. Well, and they had a number two. They had yeah. Line A. Who's well, a, that obviously pushed them over the edge, but like they didn't miss a single first round pick for however since like Shifley or whatever. And half of their home run picks are like Guys, the Canucks whiffed on to draft fucking dealers. So, you still see people online who, and you, I saw it today. I saw it today even because Ehlers didn't have a very good game. Where it's like, well, Ehlers and Nylander have had a terrible playoffs, and like Jake <laughs> Vertanen would have it. So like, these people are just stupid. I think is what it is. They're just not smart people. They're really they just don't have any concept of like how anything works <laughs> at all, and they're very dumb um, because they'll look at a player who is bad in the regular season, uh, who's bad offensively, at least. Uh, and they'll say, oh, you know uh, how in the playoffs when things get, like, faster and more difficult, uh, this worst player will do better somehow <laughs> because uh, that's how it works. Of course. I, I think they you just, just got to make it in, right? Then yeah, you never know yeah. what happens. I think they just look at, you know, um, I, don't, I don't know what – I mean, it's just the idea of, like, oh, you have to be tough and fast and big in the playoffs. And Vertanen is tough and fast and big. And it's like, well, yeah, but you have to be good at hockey also. To make the playoffs in the fucking Well, first of place. all, making the playoffs would be a, a start. Um, I don't think we have to worry about that for like the next five or six years at least. But um, yeah, they're, it's just the dumbest. It's the dumbest fans. And it's, it's fans who wanted Vertanen at the time and were happy with Vertanen. And they just can't bite the bullet and say, or even this year they like started to like realize like, okay, maybe we were wrong. Like it took them this long to figure it out. And then the playoffs roll around and like Nylander doesn't do great. And Ehlers doesn't do great. And they're like, Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Maybe, uh, maybe we're actually right here, but they have like nothing to, pr- there's no argument there. Cause it's like, you have no evidence to, there's no data or anything. You yeah, don't, there's, you can't no, there's like, no sample size to compare. Oh, remember when Jake Vertanen scored like six goals in the first round of the NHL playoffs? No, because that <laughs> has never happened and will never happen. Well, that, it's also think, too like, I don't think he'll score six playoff goals, period, his entire career. Well, you also don't see, generally speaking, guys who play on the fourth line and don't play special teams all of a sudden get promoted in the playoffs to a position where they're going to be like dominating like that just doesn't happen so that's the other thing too it's like even even like your point about the playoffs is good but also like the regular season he's done nothing to 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 make it seem like oh okay once he gets the playoffs he's really going to be good it's like well if you have 30 points a year you're not going to be that good no matter what are the leafs is that happening with uh, the leafs media that they're like turning on the kids like, uh, where were they? A little bit. I haven't a seen a ton bit. of it because I don't try to pay attention to the usual suspects. A little bit. There's a... But I, I mean, I know that that does, like, shape the narrative with how casuals talk about the team, too, right? Well, the whole thing is they're trying to paint the narrative that Austin Matthews doesn't like Mike Babcock. That's their that's their main uh, thing that they're going with right now. Ah, uh, yes. Because he, because he didn't get enough ice time. So he's mad at Babcock because he didn't get enough ice time. And then Babcock apparently flew to Arizona to like meet I mean, with him about he it. He did play 17 minutes a night. Something like that. I was going to say, Mike Babcock did not make um, a lot of great decisions, in my opinion, either. So I don't know if it's, he's Teflon in this regard. 
I'm not saying he is. His contract makes him Teflon, but I think, yeah. I think I don't think Austin Matthews. If that's his complaint, if that is an actual thing, I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm listen. I'm, I, I think the main thing. I think Babcock was kind of using Matthews. Like I, I read an article today about how, like, basically, whenever Chara wasn't on the ice in both series, Boston got just caved in. Yeah, you know, like Mitch Marner's line scored like seven, eight seven or eight even strength goals against them. And then Tampa's second line in five games scored 10 even strength goals against their second pair of Krug and Miller. So I think it was like, I think it was like partly that as well, that like Babcock was like, okay, well, if I get Matthews out there, they'll put Chara out there. And then if I take Matthews off, they'll take Chara off. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an NHL coach, but it's just like that to me was just so funny. Like, I just don't think, I mean, as far as I can tell, Matthews loves playing in Toronto, loves the spotlight, wants to be wants to be in Toronto. So I mean, the idea that like he's fighting with Babcock is like okay, maybe a little bit, but it's not like they're and not going to get the job done. Even if that is the case, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that you can have a disagreement about something and hash it over. Like I'm totally. assuming this happens all the time during the year, but it's Toronto. There's so stories gets... to write. There's clicks to get, and I understand why that. Yeah. The microscope went over them. Uh, would you rather that the Raptors have been like a, a middle of the pack team this year than the season that they had? Nope. Yeah. No, no exactly. regrets. Of no course regrets. not. Yeah. No regrets. It, well, it just seems like I. You see, I mean, like you said, Twitter is a place for hyperbolic statements. But like after the game three loss, I saw a bunch of like, why, why, <laughs> what have I done with the last twenty five years of my life? What was the point of any of this? And it's like. You know, I don't know. The, the only reason that you're feeling despair is because you felt hope in the first place, right? And I would probably rather feel hope than a lack of hope altogether. No, no, hope is bad. <laughs> I'm so glad. Like, I tweeted earlier that I haven't been, like, worried about watching an NHL game for, like, six years, and it rules. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of want this to last another five years. I mean, it will, but I've, I've just, like, accepted it. Having hope is brutal. Like, I'll, I have hope for the draft lottery. And that's the closest I get to having any hope about the team because I'm not going to have hope about like the roster or the, or like the management or, or like the regular season or anything. Like, why would I do that? Um, and like 2011, like ruined me and basically taught me just to, to not, not that I, I care about the team, but like to not hope or believe in them in, in any uh, uh, way, shape or form. And it's way easier. Yeah. I, I feel like there are these like points within fandom where like, the hope reaches like a massive crescendo and then the wave kind of crests and, and subsides a little bit. And 2011 is definitely that moment in Vancouver. Like the Canucks are still a big deal because they're the only thing we have, but it's not anywhere near on the level of what no. things were like in the city, even before 2011. Like if you were to compare today to like 2007, when the team like couldn't score, but had Luongo and a great defense, like the interest would still not compare today versus a team that wasn't that great, but just like barely made the playoffs essentially. To me, it's, it's, it's like, I I can safely say I'll probably never have any hope, like true hope for the Canucks (laughs) ever. And, and I like it. Like, I think 2011 kind of just taught me that important lesson. And, and you guys will get that soon at some point when, um, when the Leafs lose to Arizona uh, in the finals in you know, 2024. <laughs> With Matthews, uh, the captain for the guy. Exactly, the exactly yeah. yeah. And and you'll realize, like, no, you don't... Yeah, you shouldn't have any hope. First and of it, all, so first easier. of all, first of all, I will say this. 
I understand and I agree, but if there is no semblance of hope, what really is the point then? Like, unless you actually enjoy like the aesthetic quality of watching these people play these sports, which is fair. Yeah. Outside of the fandom part, I probably would not watch any of this. I don't think I would. Like, I think that I think it's like liking per, like certain players for me right now. That's it's fair. Like, that's fair. As far, as far as it goes, like I I can't get any hope up for the team, and like I think yeah, again, like 2011 just taught me that like there's no reason to ever. It could be eight nothing Vancouver. In Game Four of the Stanley Cup Finals, they're up three nothing in the series, eight nothing with like thirty seconds left in the game, and I still would not. <laughs> oh my goodness! I just I feel you're like they're worse than the Leaf fans now. You're I think you, I, I just I think that this year is a possible like cresting moment for Raptors fandom because how do you not feel like like that way? Like this had to be the year for all the reasons we outlined earlier a little bit. Like I I don't see a way that interest and investment doesn't take a hit next season just because like it's at this point, it's shown that it doesn't matter how good of a regular season you possibly have, how much bench depth you could possibly have. Like all of the things that people pointed at throughout the season about like why this year is different. And in the end, it probably was worse for them against LeBron than it's ever been. It's the first show. No, I, this is devastating. Like I, there's no, there's no other way to put it. And I, these are very reasonable questions you're asking, and I'm very concerned about the next few steps because, again, I don't think that you have to blow it up, but something will have to change for sure because, what's the again, what is the point if you're only getting this far after a season like that? And outside of Dwayne And Casey, presumably, like, LeBron could go to Boston in the offseason. Or Philly. Or Philly. Or, yeah. or... I, I, think, I think he'll he'll go to the Knicks or he'll go to the Lakers. I think that's my, think so? my bold I don't think he's going yet. out west. I thought he was for a while. I don't think he is now. Why bother? I will. The finals appearances is big he's, for his he's overall already, legacy. He wants to be the goat. He's already the goat, in my opinion. But I agree. To resuscitate the New York Knicks of all teams, the team literally controlled by an insane man. Who I don't think he's going to the Knicks. But imagine that I was know. the final chapter. That'd be fantastic. And even if they don't succeed, he could probably join. James Dolan's jam band. And that would be <laughs> I mean, amazing also, right? I mean, I hadn't considered that. <laughs> like, now that you've said that, yeah, I Think agree. of the fire tracks that LeBron and James Dolan would drop together. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for Raptors fans, get at least go west. But he probably won't do that. No, he won't. <laughs> no. And it doesn't look great even if he does. I mean, Boston has had a ton of injuries this year, and they're still doing well, but presumably... I still think LeBron is like that's. I don't care if it's Gordon Hayward or Kyrie Irving or whoever that was out. LeBron James is LeBron James. I don't care. I don't. It, to me, they don't equal him in any in any regard. So I think I would take in the Raptors' chances against a Celtics team with those guys rather than LeBron. Oh yeah, me too. I'm just saying that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, we've got one last piece of news here. Yes, this is which, important. As I googled, is actually a story from May of last year uh, that I guess <laughs> just was recirculating <laughs> again because somebody at Barstool must have discovered it this week. So many listeners sent this in that I feel like we have to talk about Definitely, it. Yeah. Uh, and really, I think it was because it was Conducty Derby weekend. Uh, this yeah, weekend, so that's why is. people were. Yeah, because uh, of course, American Pharaoh, who we all know, uh, passed away tragically. Died on the freeway a year yeah. and a half ago. I uh, got loose on the freeway. Uh, has sex three times a day every day, and his owners sex. charge a two hundred thousand dollar fee 
per impregnation. Hell yeah. Which generates roughly $3 million, or $30, rather, million yeah, dollars a that's year That's what it annually. means when there's a three and Look, then a we've zero. all been there, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So he's retired from racing and is now just being pimped out to produce uh, – a long line. I of, think uh, I of think I saw winners. I saw the feature on uh, during the Derby, which I think was five hours. That, this is a Saturday. There was five a lot hours. of people. Oh, the Derby is so five much coverage. Hours. Yeah, uh, a friend but, of the yeah, show, so... Tom Drance, was at the Derby this <laughs> yeah, year. Got to uh, walk on the grounds because Vinny Viola owned one of the horses. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the there were a lot of, of Panther guys there. Yeah, uh, more like uh, American Fair Ho. Am I right? Ho. <laughs> Do you think American Pharaoh ever just wants to say, like, look, I just want to, like, hang out <laughs> Yeah. Or, like, he meets a horse he, like, actually kind of likes. He, yeah. Like, he, like, knocks her up, but then he's like, you just want to, like, go watch a movie or, like, something? I don't know. What movie would a horse watch, you know? But, yeah, according to that, he gets 150 horses pregnant per year. Like, I could beat that. <laughs> 150 per year well, your math is really bad dude. is it well, and, if he has sex and, three times a day but no it's part oh, of impregnation doing, oh, oh i see because yeah they don't get pregnant every time yes. yeah exactly. yeah no gotcha. sometimes he finishes out he pulls out <laughs> yeah he's like oh, i, I just, just want to i want to clarify Stephanie. you meant that you could impregnate 150 horses per year is what you said <laughs> yeah yeah okay, okay. yeah because you, right. you just use the glove or whatever they have like, right. a pump and like right. they yeah, i can right. do like 150 in a day <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess just think of how good it... Because uh, I'm not the one having to produce the horse cum. <laughs> true. That's all being done. That's true. You're artificially inseminating. Yeah. But then again, you don't know if every single one is going to catch, right? Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm saying if, you, if you're just like... You know, like shooting at it, like... I'm sorry, to like what? A gun? A gun? Yeah, that's not what they use. A rifle? No, sorry. It's like what? <laughs> you do like a thousand in like an hour. If you line them all up. If you line them all up, yeah, that, that's what uh, they they paid the uh, the world's best archer to come to the uh, to come to the yeah farm. And I, well, that's essentially what I'm. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying I could 150 in a year. That's pathetic. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math right now because uh, I guess like three times a day, three times yeah. 365 is probably like a little over a thousand. Close yeah, to, pro- I think probably it's a little over a thousand. Close to 1100 <laughs> or so, you right? Math in your head and figure out, yeah. Close yeah. to 1100. Yeah. I, ha- I don't have the official number worked out. Regardless, it's not important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he only gets 150 of those 1100 every year. So yeah. that's a lot of making horses fuck for no, for no gain. Well, ultimately, you know. Well, there's there's gain. They're like filming it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the ones that hit make it worthwhile when you're getting two hundred thousand per yeah. hit. But otherwise, like that's the uh, that's quite an industry you've built for yourself, just making horses fuck all day long. And what a what a maniac he is to, to be able to go three times a day every day. What a maniac! <laughs> the greatest horse yeah, in the race. T- we tip our hat to you, American Pharaoh. I believe the call was "What a maniac!" as he crossed the line to win <laughs> the Kentucky. He's a sexual monster. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, happy uh, happy Derby week, everyone. <laughs> Speaking of the word "fuck," <laughs> yes. 
fantastic segue, John. Thank you. Excellent. Well done. It's like you're a pro. Hey, I'm trying my best. Uh, we have a great clip of the week this week, which comes to us from the NHL playoffs. In fact, comes to us from earlier this evening. As we've not spoken about this at all, the Washington Capitals finally move on hey. over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Just when you think there's no reason for hope, Stefan, doesn't that warm your heart? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're gonna lose to Tampa Bay, probably. Although my prediction, and this is, I, I don't know, I mean, Winnipeg lost as well, right? So yep. yeah, um, my prediction was still Winnipeg, Washington. So that could still come true. Okay. It could, yeah. I got the opposite side of that. So Tampa, I got Tampa and uh, the Lightning, or rather, that's the same team. Yeah. I've got the Lightning. Tampa and the Lightning. <laughs> and the Preds. And the it's Preds. A, it's a classic yeah. Elton John B-side. And I'm currently winning my, my bracket pool at work. So it would be nice if I beat all of the sports commentators Tampa, at 650. Tampa. <laughs> Tampa and the Lightning. Uh, it's an Elton John classic? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah, just said that. It's Elton John, Elton John B-side, Tampa and the Lightning. I love it. Uh, okay, well, let's do it. Let's yeah, do this, this clip. Is, uh, this clip of the week comes from uh, Alex Ovechkin, who uh, made the uh, game-winning assist to Evgeny Kuznetsov and is asked by Pierre Maguire uh, what he thinks about it. Help Evgeny Kuznetsov go in on that breakaway. What are you thinking as you watch him do that? Play score. <laughs> Just fucking play score. You know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> the man. Yeah, he's Just... great. He is great. I, all the Washington Capitals are great. Kuznetsov as well. I was reading. He had a great quote after the uh, after the game where he said, uh, Pierre asked him, how much relief is it that you don't have to go home for game seven? And he said, my wife is on vacation. It doesn't matter if I'm there or not. <laughs> so, yeah. And Kuznetsov's dropped a few F-bombs as well. Post, and he, post does the, he does the arm flapping. I love the, the arm flapping thing today when he scored. The arm flapping thing is money. I, that's what that's probably the best selly in the league. It's just like I really want the Capitals, even though it would break my bracket, uh, to have like a a cup final moment. Like whether they win or not is immaterial. It doesn't really matter. Well, I think it matters a bit. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, did it matter that the Canucks won and tw- didn't win in twenty eleven? I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan of the Capitals, so it's not make <laughs> or break for me on like the you know the legacy of Ovechkin. I think there's a ton of great players who get the run and don't necessarily. Close it out. I can think of two who just retired in Vancouver, in fact. Uh, Sorry, who? <laughs> just first ballot Hall of Famers, you know, and it'll be fine. They what were, happened? They were uh, finished. <laughs> they were finished ones. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, there's tons of people out there who I think have largely, like, we were, like I was saying earlier, like, the way that the commentariat talks about certain players sculpts the kind yeah. of casual conversation about them. And outside of Brian Burke on Hockey Night in Canada today, like going out of his way to defend and uh, and commend Alex Ovechkin on his playoff performances over the year, I think of the years rather. I think there's like a lot of people out there who think like this guy's a joker. He he chokes all the time. What a ridiculous clown! You're never going to go anywhere with Alex Ovechkin as your leader in the playoffs. Really? Because I feel like there was like a general groundswell around Ovi. Like they want to see him finally get this year. Yeah, this, yeah. I would say. Yeah, this year finally. But like yeah, agreed in the past, no. But I think this is like our, last year was really yeah. bad for them because I feel like they kind of had a similar thing to the Raptors this year, where they it was probably the best Capitals team ever. They won the President's Trophy. It was a severely injured Penguins team. You know, Chris Letang is out. 
Uh, didn't they have another D-man out too? They had Ron Hainsey playing. Yeah, Ron Hainsey. Yeah, and we've seen what Ron Hainsey. Yeah, their top pair was Ron Hainsey and Brian Dumoulin. Uh, so yeah, so I think like last year was that kind of Raptors thing, where it's like, well, this is the best Caps team that's probably playing the worst Pens team that if they've not played. Now, then never. I thought, yeah, exactly. And so I think that 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 really people were already kind of down on Ovechkin, and then last year that happens, and then they go, well, what a bum. You I know? just there's a certain kind of person who celebrates every single year when the Capitals get knocked out. It's like, oh, proof that sure, once again I'm correct for thinking Ovechkin's <laughs> just a huge bum. Even though it's like, you know, n- no offense to him, but like obviously it's easier. You're you're gonna, always going to have more success if the star player that your team is built around is a center versus a winger just because a center like does so much more overall. Like I think like even yeah. though like a winger can be as great as possible, you, you're not going to control the flow of the game on the same way that like a Crosby or a Bergeron or like somebody like that, but does. they also have Backstrom, of course, who's like yes. top five. Of course, who didn't play excellent. tonight? Who, who didn't, didn't play tonight? Didn't and they yeah. still won. Yeah. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I think it's yeah, it's it is definitely part of that like vindication thing. Like it's weird. The same thing kind of happened with the Sedians too, where people said they couldn't play in the playoffs, and they were like point per game players in the playoffs for like most of their career. It's like people don't even look at the stats; they just go, "Well, okay, they lost, so they must be bad." And it's like, well. Okay, I mean, it's the same thing with Austin Matthews this year. I mean, I'm not saying he played great, and obviously I'm very biased, but at the same time, he was also on the majority of his shifts playing three of the best defensive players in the league on, like, every shift. He was also being given the same ice time that, like, Brandon Sutter receives in Vancouver. Yeah, well, (laughs) but I don't think... To me, that's not... uh, To me, the ice time thing is not that big of a deal when you have three very good lines. He was also super injured, right? Didn't that come out? He has a shoulder. I feel like that always comes out, though, about everybody. Yeah. It's like, by the way, 17 of our guys had broken Some of them, Sean Couturier should not have been playing at that point. (laughs) They're like, yeah, so he had MCL and ACL were gone. I'm like, why was he playing (laughs) at that point? How could he stand up? (laughs) What? How how many cortisone shots are you giving these people at this point? Yeah. Uh, And the answer is... A lot. A lot. (laughs) So many. Like, I told the story about uh, Chris Higgins in 2011 had to be, like, carried up and down the stairs at the hotel every day for the entire playoff run. They're still playing. Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, good to see. Good to see the Caps move on, even if we might not necessarily believe that they'll uh, find a lot of success here in the conference finals. Uh, But with that, we will move on to uh, our top three Questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murder in CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Anything good in the mailbag this week, John? Nah. No? It's okay. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, a little this, bit. this week's okay. Touch and go. Yeah, that's not bad. First question comes in from longtime listener Brad McDonald at Reporter Brad. And I feel like this is a bit of uh, an homage to our guest, <laughs> Devang Desai, tonight. Uh, he says, if you were to call a cab <laughs> and forget an umbrella. Exactly. What? I just want to reiterate, if I knew what the rundown of this show was, I would not, I would not, I would not have come here at all. If, uh, I feel if like you... I was, I feel like I was lied to. I <laughs> 
<laughs> some things were left out of the mentions. So. That's okay. That's if okay. you had an umbrella, which company's <laughs> logo would you want? And I would have to say the Fairmont, yeah, to be honest. Exactly. Just call the umbrellas for uh, Okay, so if we had a soccer team, if we had a real good show football club, what would our club nickname be? So, for example, Stoke City's nickname is the Potters. Norwich City's nickname is the Canaries. What would the real good show club nickname be? Hmm. The hmm. Diablos. Like <laughs> the Diablos. That's cool. Like we'd have like a little patch right. where it's like, some devil horns on there and shit. I think it would be good merch. Just throw the horns it would sell. up at every game. It would sell Ooh, really yeah. well. It would sell. People would be like, oh, yeah, Diablos. like when our leading scorer, like Kuznetsov has the bird <laughs> flaps, you know, we would have like the guys would do like the devil horns or this or whatever. Exactly. You know? exactly. But does that does that fit with uh, anything we have ever done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're always talking about Satanism on this show. I believe branding is a constant, uh, ever evolving <laughs> endeavor, right? So you yeah, gotta... yeah, you work, you work in branding. So I feel like you're the guy who's maybe best qualified to answer this question. I guess, no, the question is how would you guys describe yourselves? As I mean, a, I feel as like... As a collective, though, not individually. I feel like our original show logo would be the best because it, it is already in itself kind of a soccer jersey logo, and so we would be the toilets. Yeah. I don't know. I think we'd class it up a little bit. And you, I thought you were going to go for the uh, kind of egomaniacal choice there as well, and it would be a British choice given that it's a football club and call them the Johns. I mean, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, that I'm is with good. the toilet logo. That is actually, yeah. you know what? Wow! Wow! I was gonna say the. Uh, the... I don't know if it's egomaniacal to associate yourself <laughs> with a toilet, though. Well, I think that it's it's no, it's self-deprecating though. It's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, I am literally self-deprecating. Yes. Well, self-deprecating. <laughs> I am who I am. Yeah. And, uh... Uh, well, here's the thing for me. I, I like. I would say. I would say that, like, because a lot of these nicknames, I feel like, come from the fans. So it would make sense that the fans would choose their favorite oh. host to, uh, to, <laughs> wow. be the team, wow. to be the team name. Oh, oh yeah. John's is good. John's is good. I, good I have stuff. no idea how you got that humble brag award, <laughs> by the way. Well, that was, that was just a brag. I don't think that was <laughs> humble. I, it wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't like, hey, so I was uh, just hanging out with uh, Tom Hanks the other day, and he said, I'm his favorite. The Johns might be the one. That might be the one. With the toilet logo, though, for sure. Well, because you also get the double meaning, like it's also like a a person soliciting uh, an an escort, right? So so you get the Johns there, too. It covers everything that your show is about. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I guess, uh, what can I say? You know, it's all in a name. Uh, I mean, we did just talk about the uh, you know like prostitution of American Pharaoh, so I think I think it covers everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, no, that, that's the fans also, are going you know, crazy the, about the it. Fans are going yeah. nuts out on the street. They heard yeah. they heard we're, our American Pharaoh segment, and they yeah. are livid. <laughs> they are livid. Outside. Yeah, the horns, the horns, they are a honking. I live I live decently close to a major intersection, but that was still pretty intense. Uh, the second question comes in from Matt DeBoer at Duke of Shuggles. And he writes, uh, Rene Rancourt was able to, quote, go out on his own terms despite being terrible at his job. What career would you most be, would you be most likely to succeed at whilst being objectively horrible? Uh, comedy writing. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're bad at comedy writing? Uh, I think there's a lot of people who are way better than me. And it's, it's like a very much like an imposter syndrome thing where every day I have to convince myself like, oh... This is what I do, I guess. That's why uh, you're a good comedy writer. Uh, yeah. 
Hey, oh, well, because I feel like every good comedy writer wakes up every morning and goes, well, I'm not funny at all. I suck shit and everyone else is way yeah. better than me. And I say that a lot like on the show and like on the stream, too. I guess people just like that. Yeah. I mean, I would just look at my follower count and think 101,000 people can't be wrong. You know, that's what I would probably tell myself as a daily <laughs> affirmation. I, like how many... Justin, how many people do you think you would like on a daily basis? How many times would you bring it up in convo if you had one hundred and one thousand? I think followers? I'd get bored of it after a while. <laughs> would you? I don't think much. that's true at all because you talk about real good show to people on the street. I d- no, I don't. You, they, they bring it up to me. Oh uh, yes, right, right, right. Yeah, you just just at a street corner. I'm not out there being like you know handing out cards, being like I listen to say, my fucking podcast. No, I don't think you say that at all. I think you're like waiting for the little man to come. Like on a crosswalk and you're like hey like so i'm i don't i'm on real good show a, a podcast thing. yeah well you said you bring it up on dates and stuff i right? mean she so. wanted to know what i do for money and it's something that i do i mean i do it for money too but i don't talk about it okay you've got a lot of other things going on though, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah i mean whatever it's fine <laughs> Stefan, do you ever talk about it the podcast yeah, yeah. okay like yeah what do you say that i i have one um i think to answer your question like i could see myself being like a really bad teacher but i could like just scrape by yeah that's like well and also once you're really once you're in the union they just like can't get rid of you basically like you're in life that's why that's why unions are so bad so the renee rancourt thing you definitely would get to go out on your own terms for sure is he done though he's 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 said no more yeah they shot him (laughs) it's pretty remarkable what they did but i mean yeah Yeah, you can't even believe it. Massachusetts laws. It's... He got he got loose on the freeway, also. Yeah, no, the 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 Bruins players all like at the end of the game the, waved their sticks around to salute the fans. I know they were in Tampa, but for this joke, they were in Boston, and then they surrounded Rene Rancourt and just bludgeoned him to death. And he was like doing his like spastic yeah. thumbs up the whole time. He's so bad. He's he is so so bad. He, he was fist pumping. I mean, I think a lot of people didn't give enough credit to the organ player who had to try to keep up with whatever musical rhythm he was. That following. is true. Yeah, like it was so crazy. Like which like every night. I mean, we watched the anthem four times. Every night that he did the anthem, it was like. Is he going to be ahead of this note or behind this note? Like every single note. Like I feel like the organ player, it's like they say that like dentists have the highest rate of suicide. I think it's the Boston Bruins organ player. <laughs> Just wow. an unbelievable amount of stress. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the main thing is like having tenure, right? Like if you've just been around long enough that you're all anyone's ever known for their entire life. Sure, yeah. Then it doesn't matter how bad you are at anything. Yeah, or how bad you get. I mean, I'm just presuming he was, like, passable at some point. Yeah. I guess. It's like finding your, like, grandpa, basically, at that point. For the organization people, I'm assuming, they were like, can we do this? Probably not. Probably not, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's the same reason that, like... No, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Nobody's ever going to tell Don Cherry when it's time to go. Or like Bob Cole as well. But Bob that Cole. finally well, did happen. Yeah. They finally yeah. did yeah. say. And, yeah. he, and he was pissed, but <laughs> he also gets pissed. About, like, about, <laughs> like Matlock isn't on the air anymore. Like, That's very Bob true. Cole, no, I think is, I'm pretty sure Bob Cole was the Columbo guy, to be honest. So <laughs> you can back off on that. But. I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> for me, it would be something like with my hand, like working construction or something. Because like I'm I'm terrible like I'm not handy at all I'm terrible with my hands 
but I've worked on a few job sites. I worked in a warehouse for two summers. I've seen the type of people that work there. Like a lot of construction companies are so desperate for people that like, as long as you don't do drugs and show up on time every day, you're almost never going to get fired. So I think for me, that would be like the one where I don't know that I would succeed at it per se. Like success is a big word to use because it says like what, because Renee Rancourt, I mean, yeah, technically he succeeded. Uh, so, but I would be able to do that and like not be fired for sure for my whole life. So like a driver's ed teacher or like someone who teaches like young, young, uh, young drivers. Like, cause you think you're a shitty driver? No, because I think no matter how much effort you put in, like you were driving every day and like, no right. matter how much your student is going to absorb from you, you're never going to be held responsible for that unless something catastrophic goes wrong. Like where right. you're in the car with your student and there's an accident, like in general, it seems like a pretty, uh, pretty okay gig yeah i guess yeah like if the car crashes it's your student's fault right i mean yeah again though like let's not think the worst case scenario but uh (laughs) yeah or landscaping was my other thing but again you have to show up on time you have to show up early so i don't know i don't know um i don't know i'm i was trying to think of like what's something that like might be a cool job 30 years from now that exists right now that no one wants to do right now because that's basically what all these things are, right? Like nobody, nobody had the guts to think they could make it as the national anthem singer True. for the Philadelphia Flyers, fucking forty years ago or whenever he started doing Flyers. This <laughs> you mean Boston. the Bruins? Oh yeah, the Bruins. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yes, the Boston Bruins. Oh man, uh, I, here's a career you'd be bad at. <laughs> name which remembering <laughs> stuff. Name which fucking. Uh, yeah, Is I knew, there a job I knew it was the Bruins. Short, well, I knew it was the Bruins. I don't know that you did. I was thinking of the Flyers also have that lady, and she sings with like a dead guy on a screen. I was thinking no. of teams who've had long time. The, the, uh, the lady is dead on the screen. Oh, the lady is dead it's, on the it's screen. It's like Kate Smith or something? Yeah, it's Kate Smith. So they bring in an anthem singer to do a duet with a ghost every game, basically? They bring, they bring in her daughter. It's quite touching. Guys. Ah, okay. Jesus Christ. But even in death, you Disgusting. still can't rid oh yourself of her, of course. Yeah. So train, she train she didn't get to go out on her own terms. <laughs> Just to yeah, answer your yeah. question. Just to answer your question. It's train what conductor? Be, train conductor would be cool again in 30 years. In 30 Just, years, yeah, everybody's yeah, lining so, up. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking the, uh, I was thinking cop also. <laughs> that I could just it be is... a police officer. Okay. Super mechanized. Well, un- <laughs> We're going to unpack that in a second. I just want to make this joke for a sec. That I think it's pretty fucked up that Kate Smith's daughter is still willing to sing after the Broad Street Bullies did that to her. Surrounded her and killed her. <laughs> oh, yes. That's <laughs> what happens to all anthem singers. Right, right. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They pound their sticks. Anyway, sorry. You about th- it. You think you could succeed as a cop? I don't know. It said no. It said I wouldn't succeed, right? Yes, it says. It what said, career would you be most out. likely to succeed at whilst being objectively horrible? Yeah, yeah. Because like it's like a it's like a teacher thing. Like once you're in, they how, can't. They, how do they you, don't get rid of you. How do you plan to get in? How do you plan to get in? That's what I want to know. This is. The, hey. For the listener, they're looking at each other, and it's a very pointed conversation. Right <laughs> well, no, now. I'm just curious because I listen. The tension to... is filling the room. No, 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 because <laughs> I listened. This came up last week again. The whole 
the whole RGS Sports Day thing, and I listened to the Nick Dyke episode, and you lied to Nick, by the way. No, I you didn't. did. Yes, you did. You did say it would be a U Sports team that you would be third, and then when you tripled down on it, you said it was like a college team. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it, Con- was, it was always a U Sports team. No, I know. No, but it you was, said it was to- always it was always a Pac West team. That's no, always the basketball no, no. I was describing. It was CIS basketball, a hundred percent. Well, let's go. Let's check the tape. We'll check the tape. <laughs> Anyway, it doesn't matter. What but, league was I talking about having worked? No, that was after, though. That no, was later. That was why I brought it up in the first no, place. That's no. always what I was talking about. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It clearly does, but we'll move on. It clearly does. <laughs> how do you... Okay, how do you think you're going to be a cop? I just... Uh, I get to choose it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to... It's like extensive training. You also have to not smoke weed for like two years. That's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you haven't done... Like, you have to like... Uh, you know, you can't have any like shady like drinking shit in your past. Like... You, you, like, I don't you, have shady drinking shit I'm not, in my past. What are you talking about? I don't know. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that you do. What are you accusing no, me no, of? No, 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 no. What am I being accused of here? No, no, no. No, I don't mean it. Like, I don't mean you that I... think I'm just habitually drinking and driving? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't mean it like I know that there's a specific thing you've done. I'm just saying they ask you a ton of questions okay. hooked up to a lie detector. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if they're like, have you ever driven drunk? Have you ever done this drunk? Like, whatever. Like, I don't know that all of your answers would be no. Maybe they are. I'm just saying. I may- could convince myself that it's yes. <laughs> well, that doesn't. It's not. It's a lie sure detector. It yeah, but if they asked me on the lie detector test, would I be the third best player on a... Uh, Pac West women's team. If I said yes, the the green light would go on because I just convinced myself that it's the truth. Sorry, I thought you said it was a joke. You were just joking the whole time. You're doing a bit. I'm just saying there are things I'm capable of convincing myself. Okay, sure, sure, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I'm sure that the police questions would be one of them. Yeah, but you're hooked up to a lie detector. Yeah, yeah but I believe it when I say it, okay. so it's fine. Well, I don't think that's how lie detectors work. Uh, okay, so here's all I'm saying is like, if you wanted to be a cop, you would have to like train starting now, mm-hmm. like two years, like no weed. Yeah, yeah but I'm just saying you have to get, you'd have to be ready to do, pass all the physical, like they, it's insane going to depot. I just don't think it's tough, but I'm just saying if I say cop, then I automatically get to be one. And I'd obviously be oh, really okay. bad at it. Oh, okay. I yeah. see. Okay. Fair enough. I didn't realize those were the parameters. Yeah. Oh, if you say a choose. thing, you get to be it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Well, Stephanie, how are you going to become a teacher? I don't know. Just, just ask them. Exactly. Hire me. <laughs> I got it all planned out. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, Matt, for the great question. <laughs> I don't know. I think Devang's right. It's probably train conductor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely train so conductor. I mean, like you're pressing a couple buttons at, at most. At most, right? <laughs> Sweet, at right? Most. I think at so. Mo- at most. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that in this hypothetical scenario, like just you, you feel like you could just conduct a train tomorrow. Like so I'm just like, well, this button makes it go. Oh, fuck, and this button makes it stop. So you're good. I ride a train twice a day. There's nobody yeah. even fucking driving the That's thing. That's true. Robot train. So what? What would I have to do? I'm just there to look after the robot. Well, trains are different. I don't think we're talking sky trains. I thought we were talking like train trains. Yeah, yeah but if they can make a sky train do that, I would then believe sky trains the... might be the least technologically advanced of all trains. So I think yeah. this is like the lowest common denominator. I agree. Like the, yeah. Okay, 300 point question. <laughs> Craig Tamble at Fruits Are Edible. Sean Avery has dancing in front of the goalie. Brad Marchand has licking people. What would you bring to the ice that the NHL would eventually have to step in to put a stop to? 
I'd, uh, I would for sure, I'd piss on someone. <laughs> okay, how would you do that? No, uh, take all my hockey stuff off. Heck <laughs> uh, has lined up for the face-off, and uh, he is not wearing any equipment. This is uh, bizarre He's untying behavior. his pants. Yeah. Is that, uh, it looks like there's a liquid coming from, you'd try and play for Nashville so that people wouldn't know that you're pissing? No, I'd play for like, uh, what the P would, like like a team that wears like all white. (laughs) Well, they all wear all white. Choose Vegas. So like the piss gets all over your gloves and stuff. Oh yeah, the white gloves. The golden. (laughs) Hey, there we go. Yes. (laughs) Of course, your signature move would be called. The golden shower, of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. I was yeah. going to call it the, the ice piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the signature move name. Yeah. The ice piss. Classic. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue with that. Uh, I was thinking uh, myself that I would introduce the uh, like rikishi like stink face to the ice. That that would be my thing that the NHL would have to ask me to do. But I don't know how I would do that. I don't know how I'd get the guy in position to just rub my ass in his face. And also, it's a Stefan sort of thing where <laughs> I'd have to pull, like, the back of my <laughs> pants down, well, I No, guess. no. Rikishi had his, like... But he, he had, like, a sumo wrestling-style thong on. Right? Yeah, I yeah. Can't, I'm not doing that no. as a hockey player. Yeah, but hockey pants, I mean, I think it's... I think it's fair. That's yeah, fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, they still yeah, probably smell enough. Yeah. Oh, definitely yeah. they do. Absolutely. Hey, well, we can go get my hockey pants right no, now if you want to no, sit down. I'd rather not. If you want to sit down and we'll just test it out. <laughs> no problem. We can never, that can be arranged. I actually have two pairs in there. So. I guess like you could do that to the goalie if he's like down in butterfly Well, you position. can do it if you hit someone. If you hit someone and knock them over, like it doesn't necessarily have to be that they're kind of like in an upright position. Yeah. Like you can kind of just like, like, just like almost grind, like teabag them a little bit. Into yeah. their face against yeah, yeah. the boards. I think yeah. you could do that. Yeah. I think they would uh, have to ask me to stop stink facing people. But then... They'd have to come out after the fact and say, we actually technically never asked him to stop doing that. Yeah. No, it's fine with us. Is the butt thing. <laughs> Devang? Uh, I think I'd go for like a disingenuous handshake. Like I'd try to shake the goalie's hand or go over to the coach of the opposing team and try to shake their hand after scoring against them. Be like, like, how about this? How about this now? Like, do you like this? And- I think it'd be so antagonizing that you'd either be assaulted yourself or they would do it sheepishly. Oh, definitely. If you went up to the goalie and tried to shake his hand after you scored, you would definitely get beat. I like the but opposing I mean, coach move, though, too. Just the opposing course, coach is nice. Skate up to the bench and be like, did you like, see what, that? Because what can he do, really? He can't lash out and like no. attack you. He no, has to no. be... I mean, he could charge that, right? the room during the intermission, as we learned a couple <laughs> years true. ago. That's true. That's true. He just says to But, like, Tortorella would be the best person to do that. It <laughs> would <Yeah. laughs> be fantastic. It would be great. Well, I think, actually, you shouldn't even be like, how do you like me now? You should do, like, the classic, like, give them a lot of credit. Like, because that's the, the oh, they always do that. Yeah, the they always do that yeah. over, like, after the playoff series are over. LeBron like, oh. did that to us before he even started. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Got to give him a lot of credit. You know, yeah. they've got 59 win team over there. You know, got to give him a lot of credit. He referred to us as a snake, which I think was the nicest thing anyone's ever called the Raptors. Absolutely. The head of the snake is Lowry and DeRozan. Yeah. They murdered that snake pretty quickly. Yes, they did. It was murdered. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Uh, but super classy on your part also, as well as LeBron's. 
I mean, uh, of course. You know, when you course. go over, that's all. That's all anybody's gonna say on Twitter is like, that's "Wow, I mean. classy move, Devang." Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just go up to the coach. You're like, "Hey, listen, I want to give your guys a lot of credit. They tried to stop me from scoring, and I have to give them a lot of credit on that play." Look at Devang out there. Hashtag classy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's playing the game the right way. <laughs> Always trying to shake everyone's hands. I like that. I uh, I'm gonna borrow uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of Jackson Playfair here because we. When we had him on the show last, he was talking about how he uh, would try and get players uh, distracted before the draws by asking them if they wanted to trade sticks. Uh, and so I would actually like try to trade. I would be trading, but I would actually trade sticks with players. Like I would be like forcefully, I would yeah. be forcefully trading sticks with them, or I would like go to the other team's equipment manager, and be like, "I need a stick. Like, let's go. Like, I just want to <laughs> be trading sticks all the time." So that would be my whole thing, and they'd be like, "Hey, like listen, it. you got to use your own stick. Like, you get sticks for free. You know that. Like, we don't need our sticks." And I'd be like, "Yeah, no, give me the sticks. So that's my deal. <laughs> give me, give it's me. only fair, right? Give that's what I'm sticks. saying. Give yeah. me a stick, bud." Absolutely. Like when Bobby Ryan scored with Miko Koivu's stick, yeah. be like that, but just like every game until they told me. It that seems couldn't. unfair to not be able to use their equipment. That's like, what I'm what saying. What are they hiding? You know, yeah, that's it, precisely. <laughs> All right, classy. Well, always uh, looking out yeah. for the rules. I'm, always inspecting the other team's sticks. I'm glad we got to the bottom of this, though. Another fine mailbag, of course. Of course. And we will go from there into everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? I like a video game. Uh, do you guys ever play like Left 4 Dead or any of those games? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Killing Floor 2. No. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, this is called Warhammer Vermintide 2. Ooh. And it's, uh, it's $30. Uh, and it's... Uh, I've never played like a Warhammer game before, but I know about the Warhammer universe. It's like and a shooting game, though? It's not like a real-time strategy? Is this canon as well? No, this... Well, no. It's, it's, so it's, it's like a Left 4 Dead style. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. I'm like first-person like hack-and-slash game. But it's, so it's the same gameplay as, as Left 4 Dead, where it's a team of four, and you're dealing with these like mobs of, of monsters coming after you. Um, but it's all it's all like sword or axe based combat for the most part with like some range stuff, but it's such satisfying combat because you're just like slicing rats in half and stuff and yeah. So that's uh Vermintide two. For computer, PS4 and Xbox One. There you go. Looks pretty I'm good. I'm gonna pick that up. I'm gonna pick that up. It's it's thirty bucks. I mean, well it's probably like forty bucks in Canada, but it's it's worth it regardless. Dope. It's super, super fun. How big are the levels? Like, what's the level design like? It's like Left 4 Dead style levels where it's like you get from one end to the other. There's like missions. I think there's about, uh, there's like 13 missions and they're pretty long. They're like, you know, 25 minutes to half an hour each. Sweet. And that's on like easy difficulty. And obviously you can up the difficulty. We were playing it on Twitch where there's an integration that, um, allows twitch chat to like vote on which enemies come after you and stuff so it's really fun nice yeah right on cool i 
next time you guys are doing that, let me know. And I'm going to get Jesse's enemy on him. The IRS. (laughs) (laughs) That guy, there's no way that guy's paying taxes. (laughs) Uh, I'm probably going to recommend a video game next week. I just haven't had time to play it yet. It's a little cry five presumptuous, but uh, I mean, I sunk a lot of money into purchasing it. So I hope I'm recommending it next week. I mean, I hope so too. (laughs) But I'll be waiting with bated breath. What I am going to recommend this week is a documentary that is available uh, on Netflix currently. It's only 60 minutes long, so it's a pretty easy viewing experience. Yeah, God knows I don't want to think for more than an hour. Exactly. Just keep it keep it light, <laughs> keep it tight. Get keep me it. out of here in 60 minutes. Absolutely. And that is exactly what it does. It's called The Carter Effect. It's a documentary about Vince Carter's tenure uh, with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, so for all those people out there who are like, what am I doing? What has the last 25 years of my life been about? Why did any of this happen? Uh, it kind of explains exactly that and how, uh, you know, Vince and like the Vinsanity phenomenon is like, I won't say solely responsible, but a huge influence on the fact that like there's obviously been a massive surge in Canadian talent in the NBA and like Canadian basketball in general, uh, like both. You know, like, you know, seeing Wiggins go high at the draft and then um, Andrew Bennett the year before that. And um, R.J. Barrett, the Tristan number Thompson. one. R.J. Barrett coming into Duke now is like the number one overall recruit. Yeah, Nick Stauskas yeah. went like 29th, I think, yeah. in his draft year, too. And like Kelly Olenek. They, they're all in the documentary talking about Jamal know, growing McGlure. up in the Ontario area and like, you know, being huge fans mm-hmm. of Vince and kind of like... Every single Kelly Olynyk has a line about like attending one of his camps or whatever as a kid, and he's like, "I'm sure he's done a, a million camps, and he doesn't remember me, but I definitely remember him." And like, it was crazy to me how often that like not just like the the phenomenon of Vince Carter in Toronto like inspired these kids, but how often he's like firsthand involved in their lives as well. Like Nick Stauskas tells this amazing story about. Going to an uh, a Vince Carter like charity uh, event at the ACC, and just like ha- he just had a feeling when he woke up in the morning that for whatever reason he was going to be invited to go out on the court and like shoot around with Vince, and ultimately that did happen. Like he's like he's probably like ten years old, and yeah. he, he like he he goes outside for an hour with his, and like gets warmed up at their house before they go into the city to attend the game. And then Vince invites him onto the floor to shoot around at this like big charity event in front of a packed ACC. And he drains like four of the five shots he takes and like gets tackled to the ground excitedly by Vince Carter afterwards. And like talks about what a huge moment in, in his life it is. And it's just awesome to hear all these stories. It's also produced by Drake. So he's like heavily involved in the documentary and talks a lot about uh, the way that kind of Vince grew the culture of Toronto as well, because he like, I mean, he founded his own nightclub when he started there to like bring a kind of American nightlife experience to the visiting NBA players. He was really like, he was killing it on the floor and like in the city at the same time. It's about like how he grew up in front of that city and how the city grew around him. And uh, it's, it's a great documentary. I really enjoyed the hell out of it. It's on Netflix. It's called the Carter effect. Well, we don't have to watch it now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I would also like to recommend a documentary. It's called The Carter Effect. It's about uh, Jimmy Carter being the first president (laughs) to be born in a hospital and how it's cool to be born in hospitals. (laughs) And uh, close it off. I guess I'll go. No, I'm just joking. I'm going to. 
Yeah, well, you can go before me if you don't want to go last. No, no, no. I, I, it's up to you. I mean, I'd like to recommend a book. I was going to do one as well, but... It yeah, was... let's both do a book. Okay. But it's good. Some people that listen to the show like to read, which is shocking, I know. But this book is called... It's by past guest and very popular guest, Charlie Demers. Oh, I really want to read this book. Yeah, it's great. He just uh, wrote a book called Property Values, and uh, it might only be available in Canada right now, but I'm sure you could get it online if you're an American listener and really like Charlie uh, it's basically a book about how we were talking earlier about not being able to afford real estate in Vancouver. And the book is basically about a guy who uh, <clears throat> co-owns a house with his ex-wife's dad that they like bought it together when they were married. And now he, the ex-wife's uh, dad wants to sell. And so he wants to plummet the value of the house so that the ex-wife's dad won't sell it. And so he, uh, fakes a drive-by shooting at the house so that people think that the house is on a block that is run by a gang and so that it lowers the value of the house and it's like a targeted property yeah exactly and so it's just all about that it's it's very funny charlie's an excellent writer and he was talking uh, it up when he was on the show yeah exactly he was i think just finishing writing it when he was on the show so if you're a fan of his appearance on the show i mean he's written lots of great books we talked about that when he was here but this is his newest one and and i think you'll dig it uh, property values charlie demers Sweet. All right. Uh, I will recommend The Hellfire Club by Jake Tapper. <clears throat> What's it about? <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. It's about the uh, the classic X-Men villains. I'm going to be honest here. I did not have one in mind that was really sold on, but okay. I had just seen Jake Tapper do a TV appearance about said book. Okay. And he really seemed to enjoy talking about it. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> right, yeah. Well, yeah. But I, I've heard good things. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's like Sebastian Shaw and, uh, 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 you know, those other X-Men villains who make up the Hellfire Club. <laughs> That's apparently like the McCarthy era in, okay. uh, in Washington and also it's like a, uh, a secret club almost as well. You seem to really enjoy writing it. So, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a political thriller. It is number twelve most sold on Amazon right now, an instant New York Times bestseller. It says he he really loved writing it. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. That's it's actually the the you know how sometimes they put quotes on the cover. It's from his own other authors. It's his own quote. It just actually says, "I enjoyed writing this." Jake Tapper. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess check that out. Don't blame us if it sucks. <laughs> Um. Yeah, the number one thing about that Raps documentary made, just oh really made me... Oh my god, you're talking about it more? It just really made me want a Grizzlies documentary. Oh, jeez. Because it's like, that's the counterexample, right? Of like how Canadian basketball experiment could have gone without like a star to actually anchor it. We'll get uh, we'll get Guy McPherson on the show. We'll, he'll, we'll get him to do a bonus episode. We're and then due we'll, to and, do two this and, month. And then I'll convince him to do uh, a documentary well, about he, it afterwards. Well, that can be the documentary. Yeah, we'll do it together. Yeah. I'll work on it with him. Well. <laughs> and with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommates have been Heather and Ben. Our producer, Daniel Cazetto, uh, studiously silent as usual. Thank you very much, Daniel. He spoke last week. I hope people enjoyed that. I certainly did. Uh, our guest, the wonderful Devang Desai. Devang, uh, you have a podcast. It is called The Sport Chronicle. Uh, would you like to promote it further? Yeah, if you like sports, then I'd listen to it. That's what I would say. He, you, he enjoys you, making. He it. loves making. It. <laughs> I, I mean, as my one of my 
idols jake taffer once said <laughs> i really like doing this so yeah, yeah and you and simon just take like seminal moments from yeah, sport so like, history every week things in the past things that maybe happened kind of too recently is just an excuse to talk about shit we like to talk about so if you're an if you're a keener as a sports fan check it out yeah you brought me on to talk about uh, the 2011 cup final uh which was tied into the sedines retiring and you edited out the truest thing that i said <laughs> which is the canucks definitely would have won the cup if not for all of those injuries I mean, it's a no-spin zone in that, that <laughs> avenue that I have. So I, I, it's, it's spin heavy. It's spin heavy. It's true, but there I really no enjoyed way, saying it. There was nowhere to quantify it. <laughs> I just loved saying it, though. Uh, it is true, though. Yes, you're right. Uh, <laughs> if you want to support the show, and we've got three bonus episodes coming your way this month, uh, two special ones, and, of course, the monthly mailbag, as per usual, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Show, kick us five bucks, or whatever you feel like, honestly. Help keep the lights on around here, which is going to be true again, as next month we have uh, officially the Real Good Studio space, and I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, we're building it. Hell yeah, If bud. you build it, they will mocap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Costner said that to us personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. If, you, if you need an extra space to mocap, though, I, I mean, it's Buddy, be great. You well, you guys we might have a green screen wall and everything. Yeah. Look forward to that. Yeah, I don't know what is good for mocap, you know, because like people be like, oh, you'll love this room. You'll love the acoustics. I don't know what the mocap <laughs> equivalent to No, a big is. empty like, field. That's, that's, uh, where, that's, that's where it has well, to go Well, we down. cannot yeah. provide that. But if you would like a small, limited space studio, then I'm, we can I will, it. however, be building three Lycra green suits. <laughs> Covered in ping pong balls. Yeah. So look forward yeah. to that. That's well. how that is going to work. <laughs> mocap suits are black also. Uh, are they? Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shows what I know. Regardless. Well, I mean, you yeah, thought I guess like all the, they, the mocap stuff when I see it on film sets and stuff and like behind the scenes photos, it's got weird patterns on it. It's like tribal, like black and white kind of, you know, boxes and with that's circles the, in them. And that's stuff. the Andy Circus shit, though. Like, yeah, that's the, true. The different. Uh, that's different from just uh, getting like the position of your body yeah. as you yeah make a save or take a crap or whatever. You know, whatever, whatever happens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it always, of course, helps us if you uh, rate and review the show wherever you get it. But uh, I think it's just the iTunes store, really, that takes reviews and helps us out in their algorithm. And you can find us online. RealGoodShow.com is the blog, of course, with pictures and videos of everything we talk about each and every week. Before we wrap up, gentlemen, is there anything you'd like to plug? No? Stefan? <laughs> Stefan? Oh, we can't hear you anymore. Well, we lost Stephanie. We lost well, I do have some things I'd like to plug. If you're in Vancouver this weekend and you want to come see some great comedy shows, come to Little Mountain Gallery. There's two shows Friday night and two shows Saturday night, and uh, they're both going to be awesome. We're trying to build... Uh, or we need new toilets, so keeping it on brand, but we, uh, we need new toilets, so we're doing... Uh, we're doing four fundraiser shows. There's Alicia Tobin's Come Draw With Me early Friday, which I will not be on, but I'll be on all the other three. There's a stand-up showcase Friday. There is a uh, roast battle. Uh, we're part of a bigger showcase on Saturday early, and then Saturday late is the return of rap battles. So if you've never seen rap battles, I will be uh, I will be a part of that show as well. Hell yeah. So come on through. Stephanie, your audio is back. I have nothing to plug. Okay. Thank you for weighing in. Devan, you already plugged the Sport Chronicle. You can find that on iTunes. And Twitter, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. My, my account's locked, so there's no point. There's no point in that. Yeah. 
And of course, play EA video games. <laughs> I, it's in the game. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Devane Desai. <laughs> Be real. Be good. Be real good. Ice uh, Piss. Well, I mean. I forgot how that ended. My bad. I we were, on, we were both on the same track. It comes out of a penis. Yeah. I'll call that yeah. a half. I'll call that a that's, half point. That's fifty percent. Yeah, yep. we'll take it. Yeah. Beautiful, <laughs> wonderful. I'm happy for all of us this week. Mostly American Pharaoh, though. Yeah, what? A, I mean, what a life that must be. What a stud. <laughs> Enjoy retirement, right? That's what I'm trying to do every day. <laughs> See you, Stephen. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> See you, Stephen.
Shut the fuck up there. Someone else. Las Vegas odds say he won't hit one more time, and he doesn't. Thanks, Batman. Billy Reed. Watch it, you fucking asshole. Fuck! named after Raekwon the chef, the guy from Wu-Tang Clan. You have some problems, you go emergency toilet for five minutes, Jordan, and then you say, and you, then you hit let, and you don't say sorry, you think you're a good kid? I ain't getting this voice. <laughs> We're going to give them two minutes to think about what they've done. Consider yourself a pretty good tracker, then, huh? Well, if it's just blatantly obvious, and curious where this sucker lived, and so I walked about half, uh, half a mile out of my way to sort that out. My bad, my friend, I'm sorry. Okay, but if you let it get to half by Wednesday, then you pay 20 no, minutes back No, it won't full. get to half by... Right, by Wednesday, it's going to be 40, and then on Friday, it'll be 40 Not 40, again. 20. Yeah. It's going to be 20. No. <laughs> it's going to be 20. Not half. Oh, half of 80 is 40. But no, listen to what I'm saying. Just fucking play score. 